Hello, my name is Cy Gart. I'm a scientist, a writer, and a Christian, and I want to welcome you to my podcast, The Works of His Hands, which is also the title of my prize-winning book published by Kriegel Press with an introduction by Alistair McGrath. The subtitle of the book, A Scientist's Journey from Atheism to Faith, describes the major theme of the book, and this podcast will include episodes on similar themes, not just about my own personal journey, but also exploring the connections between modern science and Christian faith. Remember, science is distilled doxology. The first time I, I heard the call of God, I was 16. I was at a movie with my girlfriend, who turned out was a Christian, but secret about it. So I didn't know she was Christian. And she had brought me to see a very well-known Italian film called The Gospel According to St. Matthew. And it is uh, a film made in the 60s, um, early 60s, and it uses as the the script, it just uses the gospel. Uh, this happened to be in Italian, but it, it's translated, it was translated. And uh, I was bored. I, you know, I didn't care about it. It, was, it just showed, you know, Jesus doing things. And I was sort of half asleep, not paying much attention. I didn't know why I had been, I had been brought there because this, I realized this was all religion and, and not, nothing I was interested in. And then there was a scene which was very striking where um, it's after the crucifixion and the body of Jesus is brought down uh, and uh, the, the, the music behind is a very somber, very heavy Russian uh, funeral hymn. And it's just very depressing and very low. And this goes on for 10 minutes while the body is brought into the, uh, the the cave and the stone is rolled in front and uh, and Mary and, and and John and you know the other Mary are, are mourning and then they leave and then they come back the next day or two days later I guess and they're this, the same Russian hymn is playing and then Mary looks up and sees the stone has been rolled away and the music changes instantaneously to a beautiful African hymn Ooh. called Misaluba and it's light it's beautiful and it just knocked me away I mean I, I'm a musician uh, I've always played music and love music and that that was such a strong effect I almost broke down. I felt chills up and down my body. I was a strong atheist, remember, okay? <laughs> and I just thought for a few minutes, wow, oh my God, that's incredible. This is amazing. Uh, about a half hour later, I was over it. <laughs> I was, you know, it was gone. Uh, and I forgot about it until, until, what, 30 years later, uh, I started thinking about things that had happened to me, and I remembered that, and I remembered the feeling precisely. And I, yeah, that was God calling me, getting me into that theater, having me watch that film, having me hear that amazing moment, which by the way, I still can't watch it today. I've seen it many times, and I have to be alone when I watch it. It's so overpowering. And uh, 
you know. So, okay. Could I have predicted that that would be God speaking to me? No, I didn't even believe it when it happened. I didn't believe it for years later. But even when all the walls were down, okay, and the walls were these barriers that were keeping me from faith, my original atheism, my belief, which was mistaken, that if I were going to become a theist or become a Christian, I'd have to give up science. That was completely untrue. But those walls came down, and I still was not able to take that final step and get over the threshold. And I never did by myself. I was basically pulled over that threshold by the Holy Spirit. Before, before I actually came to understand and know the truth of Jesus without any doubt, I was thinking about it as I had gone to church. I was, and other things happened. I started reading the gospels a little bit, but even before that, God was calling me in dreams and in other experiences. I had two dreams in particular, both of which involved the figure of a man who was obviously Jesus. Uh, and, and they were very powerful dreams. The first one, was I was dangling off the edge of a cliff and I have terrible fear of heights. So that was a terrifying feeling for me. I was holding on to a boulder that was sort of stuck into the side of the cliff. I didn't know what to do. And then I heard a voice. There was someone standing around on, I guess, on the cliff. And the voice said, just let go. And I thought, let go, I'll fall. That's crazy. But he was insistent. He said, just let go. And I let go. And as I did so, the whole world turned 90 degrees. And instead of being on a cliff dangling, I was lying on the ground, holding onto this boulder, mm -hmm. which I had let go of. I, I dreamed that I was standing outside of a garden that had a wall around it. And I wanted to get in to see what was in there. I walked around the garden and I, I tried climbing. The wall was too steep. I couldn't climb it. I just kept going around and around, getting very frustrated and very angry. And at a certain point, I saw a figure, a man standing and said, what, what's going on? What, what do you want to do? Why are you upset? And I said, I want to go into this garden. I want to see what's there. And he said, and I said, I can't climb over the wall. And he said, well, why don't you use the door? And he pointed to a door in the wall. And I, in the dream, I opened the door and walked in and I woke up. When I had that dream, I had not read any part of the Bible. I knew nothing about any part of the Bible. Maybe a few catchphrases that I've heard, but what I did not hear was the line from Matthew 7, 7, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. When I read that passage, I would say several years later, I don't know exactly when, I had such a shock of recognition. Uh, I never forgot that dream. And after reading that passage, I had had a guess that maybe that figure was Jesus Christ calling me, but I was still very much an agnostic. I, I wasn't able to just say, okay, that, that's fine. That, that was Jesus. Now I'm a Christian. It was, you know, people dream, right? It's, it's so what? But after reading that, after reading that in Matthew, knock and the door will be open for you. 
And as I say, that was new to me. I had not seen it before. And uh, so then I, that, that really propelled me along the way and probably broke down the last few bits of the wall. Finally, I was, I was very close and I was driving uh, uh, in my car alone. I was going between New York and Pittsburgh and uh, I heard a Christian radio station and I was listening to the pastor and I was struck at how eloquent he sounded. And, and uh, I was thinking, gee, I, w- I wonder what it would be like to you know, give a sermon. I, w- I wonder if I, c- I could match that kind of you know, verbal eloquence that this, uh, that this radio uh, pastor had. And so I, I started thinking about what would, I, what would I say if I was gonna give a sermon? I, I don't know where that came from. I never had the thought of ever giving a sermon. And I started thinking about, you know, what I had been thinking about, which was science and faith and how do they mix and, you know, all that. And all of a sudden, I, everything changed. And uh, luckily, I pulled over. And I heard myself giving a sermon that had nothing to do with that. It was all about love. At the end of that, I was a Christian because I knew that the Holy Spirit had come to me and had put those words in my mind. Uh, they were not words that I knew. Not words that I would have ever expected to say or think, and uh, it was extremely emotional. I, I, as I said, it was good I pulled over because I started crying and I was just totally overwhelmed. And that left me absolutely certain that Christianity is true, Jesus is real, and then I knew I was a believer and I, I came to Christ. What was it like to come from that background? and then become a follower of Christ. And the only answer that I can give to that, it was hard for me to to really put it in words until I remembered one of the great lines, I think it's one of the best lines in the Bible, which is from, of course, uh, Isaiah, very simple words. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. Here's the thing to think about. If you're walking in darkness and you've never seen the light, you don't know you're walking in darkness. You you just think you're walking. (laughs) You know, you're you're living your life. Uh, Everything is just, you know, how it is. What What the feeling is to convert to Christianity, especially, say, when I did, which I was in middle age, is you're walking in darkness and all of a sudden you do see the light. And you do realize you've been walking in darkness for such a long time. And that light is so incredibly intense and beautiful that it just, everything changes. The, the whole world changes. You, you yourself change. The way you see things change. And it's, that's, it's a great image. All of a sudden, you've never seen light before. And now there's this amazing light that is shining on everything. And of course, the other thing that reminds me of is the C.S. Lewis quote, which is, you know, I believe in the sun, not just because I see it, but because by it, I can see everything else by its light. And and I like to use that phrase, but I change the word S-U-N to S-O-N. So uh, I believe in the sun because by his light, I can see everything else. And that's what happened to me. I mean, I thought I knew everything. I was a scientist, I had a PhD, I was on the faculty, I published papers. I had presented a lot of talks at scientific meetings. Uh, 
you know, I wasn't a famous scientist, but I was fairly well respected in, in my area. And uh, what, what did I not know? I, you know, I was there. I knew everything. No. <laughs> I, I learned when the sun rose, so to speak, when I actually began to believe in Jesus that I had, I knew very little. And, and that was a, a, an extremely mo moving experience. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please subscribe to my podcast and also check out my website at cygar.com. Take a look at my YouTube channel, Faithful Science. Science is spelled S-Y-E-N-C-E. -E, and follow me on Twitter and find me on Facebook. Thanks again and God bless you all.